Thanks for joining us for Mississippi Prospects, a podcast focused on economic and community development in our state. Hosted by Jeff Friend and brought to you by the Mississippi Economic Development Council. Mississippi's Governor Phil Bryant often likes to say that economic development is a team sport. What he means by that is that working together, Mississippi is able to compete well above its weight or punch above its weight in economic development. Most recently, we won the Continental Tire deal, $1.45 billion investment, and will create 2,500 jobs. This was a project that states across the country were all competing for. Collaboration. And that's where Mississippi excels. Working together, teamwork is partnership. My next guest is Mississippi Development Authority Executive Director Glenn McCullough, Jr. Appointed in 2015 by Governor Phil Bryant to lead the state's economic development agency, Glenn brings several decades of private and public sector experience to MDA. A former mayor of Tupelo, Mississippi, McCullough was appointed by two presidents to the board of directors of the Tennessee Valley Authority, including his tenure as chairman of the TVA board beginning in 2001. Glenn's uh, tenure with TVA also includes the successful recruitment of Toyota Motor Manufacturing Mississippi, the state's second automotive original equipment manufacturer to Blue Springs. Toyota is located on a TVA megasite. Graduate of Mississippi State University, a bulldog. <laughs> Glenn McCullough holds a bachelor's degree in agricultural economics, and full disclosure here, he's also my boss. <laughs> well, Jeff, hey, it's great to work for you. That's a nice introduction. Thank you, and we're off to a good start. Well, thank you very much for joining us, and you and I had a chance to talk a couple of days ago about our theme and what we wanted to talk about today, and one of the things we are recognized for at all levels of economic development is the teamwork which occurs in Mississippi. Other states uh, are excellent also in economic development, but people time and time again say everybody there work seems to work so well together. Discuss, first of all, you don't really look at it as a top-down or bottom-up. I mean, this is everybody is on equal footing here. Well, that's exactly right, uh, Jeff, and, and certainly Governor Bryant uh, is, our, is our best economic development professional, and he says that teamwork is key to Mississippi's winning. We win with people, and in economic development, Every person in the process has a key role to play. We are fortunate in Mississippi to have some of the most talented economic development professionals at the local and at the regional level. These are ladies and gentlemen who train, who work very hard every day to make sure that their community, their county, their region of the state is put in its very best light. We also are fortunate to have the team, again, with those local professionals on the ground, but we have very talented professionals in the utilities across the state of Mississippi. Just in the electricity delivery sector, we're blessed to have cooperative energy uh, professionals at Entergy, uh, Mississippi, at Mississippi Power, and the Tennessee Valley Authority. So there are four primary electricity providers. We're fortunate to have Atmos Energy and natural gas. So all of these utilities bring very talented people who, again, work with the local professionals. We're fortunate to have talented professionals in the education arena. And right now, more than ever before, in Mississippi, we win with people, which the next word is workforce. So we have professionals in K-12, and then our community college system is primarily really charged, and, and they're, they're, they take ownership, responsibility, and they're accountable for workforce training. 
We're very fortunate to have the first planned community college system in the United States of America right here in Mississippi. We have 15 community colleges strategically located across the state, and on each of those campuses you will find men and women who are committed to working with the local economic developers, working with the utility professionals, and then working with us at the Mississippi Development Authority to make sure that we have the people who are trained ready to go so that business and industry meets its goals in Mississippi. We play as one team. Let me go back a little bit in your career because I was mentioning uh, the success of the TVA mega site sure. up north in Blue Springs, sure. where now Toyota is uh, building Corolla, which is the world's most successful or best-selling vehicle model. That is such a great example of teamwork because of the Pull Alliance. Can you yeah. tell us what the Pull Alliance is first yeah. and then the story behind that? Well, Jeff, you're right. Pontotoc, Union, and Lee, uh, more than a decade ago, formed one of the first regional multi-county alliances. And so the boards of supervisors in Pontotoc, Union, and Lee County came together and they said, you know, if we play as three counties as one, we first of all, we have a we have a larger workforce. We have greater capability in, in education and K-12 in our community college system gets stronger. And we can also have a, a much stronger voice, not only in Jackson in the state capital, but also in Washington. We're very fortunate in Mississippi to have very influential leaders in the United States Capitol. So kudos to leaders in Pontotoc, Union, and Lee. And and they actually uh, began, the first organization was at Three Rivers Plan Development District. And, and Randy Kelly deserves a lot of credit. But the local economic development organizations, Community Development Foundation, and David Rumbarger and his staff there at CDF. Then they worked with the Tennessee Valley Authority in economic development, and TVA worked with NMIDA, with Skip Skaggs and team at the North Mississippi Industrial Development Association. Obviously, at the time, the Mississippi Development Authority came on the scene as well, so we all had our own role to play, but at the end of the day, Toyota chose to locate in Blue Springs, Mississippi, certainly a long shot uh, in that process. People uh, speculated that Toyota might go perhaps to Tennessee or, or to Arkansas. They found success in Mississippi. You're the one who I got the line from, we punch above our weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, I think in Mississippi, we realize if you just take a look at the population, we're a comparatively small state, and we play in a southeastern conference. So most of the new investment that we compete for, companies are considering sites, and they're considering workforce in South Carolina. They might go as far to the north as Kentucky, to the Mississippi, to the Gulf Coast, and then they go out to Texas. So we're right in the middle of that southeastern region of the United States with just a little shy of 3 million in population. But we in Mississippi pull together as one team. That really is a secret to our success. You mentioned earlier workforce, also another key component. Site selection consultants come in. Uh, used to, the conversation or the paradigm has shifted over the years. It used to be, what incentives can you give me? Yeah. Uh, how can you sweeten this deal? Now one of the first questions out of their mouths are, do you have the people for the job? And part of our team, a good part of our team and everyone's efforts is focused on developing not just a gener uh, a workforce for today, but a generational workforce. How are we doing that, and how is the state MDA involved in that? Well, again, it, it, it is a team effort, and Governor Bryant loves to remind people here in Mississippi, across the southeast, around the country, around the world, that we win with people. In Mississippi, we win with people. Mississippians love to win. We're competitive people. We, we enjoy sports. We like uh, outdoor sports. We like to hunt. We like to fish. We like the great outdoors. But we we, at the end of the day, we're competitive. 
and we always play to win. And so Mississippians, uh, and, and this is not a point of pride, we have one of the lowest per capita incomes in the country right now, a little over $26,000 a year. So if Mississippians have an opportunity to have a career uh, with a company uh, like Toyota, with a company like Airbus, with a company like Huntington Ingalls, Northrop Grumman, with a company like Mars or Milwaukee Tools, I'm just naming a few, with a company that uh, perhaps does some warehousing distribution, automotive, Kansai, uh, CalSonic Kansai, with Nissan or Toyota or one of their suppliers. Wow, you know, I could have an income of maybe $40,000 or so. They are very ambitious and they're very responsive to go to a community college and maybe up their skills to the point that they can be productive in a global corporation. And so in some ways, we use the fact that we have a small population, we have a comparatively low per capita income. That just means that Mississippians work hard. They play to win in their career path. Governor Bryant has taken the lead, and, and you will hear a lot, uh, Mississippi Works Fund, and the governor and lieutenant governor and speaker of the, the legislature overwhelmingly supported workforce training for Mississippians, and $50 million has been approved through the legislature. Just this past year, Mississippi Works Fund's in the amount of $589,000 went as an investment to train people for careers in furniture, to train people for careers as coders to train people for careers in advanced manufacturing. So Mississippians will say, I actually have a chance to double my income, but I need some workforce training. And we have a delivery system through the State Workforce Investment Board, through our community college system, Dr. Andrea Mayfield, and presidents on 15 campuses across the state to make sure that Mississippians have a career path. You will hear a lot about Mississippi Works Scholars Program. That is now working its way through the current legislative session. House Bill 405 was overwhelmingly approved, I think a vote of 112 to 2, and so now it moves over to the Senate side, but we want to make sure that every Mississippian has the resources necessary to have the skills to win in the career path. Talking about the low per capita income sure. here, and we get dinged on that, but there's another side to that coin. We have the lowest cost of living That's right. uh, for the last several years. The value of $100 is actually 15% higher, so $100 in Mississippi is worth 115 and that often doesn't get brought up in that conversation when people yeah. want to take a shot at Mississippi. That's exactly. When people come to Mississippi from, from a state across the country, uh, maybe up north or out west, and they find that they have a high quality of life at a comparatively low cost of living. So you're exactly right. We like to say as we travel around the country, around the world, if you look at the United States, $100 in the country is worth $115 in Mississippi. So you actually can achieve a higher quality of life. In Mississippi, we have four seasons. We have a robust uh, business climate. Our uh, governor, our legislature depends on keeping the tax burden low and enabling businesses to be productive and profitable. Then they tend to expand. And uh, 76% of our projects this past year were expansion of existing business and industry. But you're exactly right. We've got opportunities to improve Mississippi's incomes, and we work hard with local economic developers and with our utility partners and with our educators and with our community college participants. We haven't even talked about research that we get from universities in Mississippi, which is a key part. But actually, your dollar goes much further in Mississippi than most any other state in the country. 
We've had an opportunity to partner with a lot of private sector entities. One that comes to mind is uh, more recent is Innovate Mississippi. Sure. Uh, and the coding academies, and also uh, our friends at the Community College Board addressing workforce needs. You've had a chance to go visit with some of these students and preparing them for a next generation of their career. No prior experience needed. How innovative is that for Mississippi and uh, really in the country right well, now? Well, it's, it's, it's inspirational, and, and there is a Mississippi Coding Academy about two floors above where, where we're located in the studio on State Street in Jackson. And in, in that Coding Academy, you will find 14 of the brightest. Uh, these are high school graduates, and some have some college experience, but they really did not uh, weren't able to identify a career path, but they went through a rigorous interview process. They now have been selected for a full tuition scholarship, an 11-month program in the Mississippi Coding Academy here in Jackson. And we're optimistic that, that all or certainly most of those 14 really bright students will have careers as coders, and, and those will be careers that will give them a really good income. And this is a new program, but already the Kellogg Foundation, who also yeah. is a partner, has put their full support behind it, and they've put their money where their mouth is. Well, they have. The Kellogg Foundation uh, came and took a look for themselves, and and uh, and they met the students. They met the instructors in the coding at Mississippi Coding Academy, which uh, we give credit to Innovate Mississippi. We at MDA are very proud to work with the, the Mississippi Community College Board. Uh, Dr. Mayfield and her staff have been very involved in making sure there's a rigorous curriculum, making sure that the interview process, selection process was as good as we could possibly make it. And so we at MDA partnered with the Community College Board with Innovate Mississippi, and we actually uh, invited the Kellogg Foundation, come take a look. And they did, and, and they have awarded a $1 million grant to make sure that Mississippi Coding Academies, we anticipate there will be more around the state in coding. There are around 1,400 coding jobs uh, open in Mississippi right now. And this will directly benefit Mississippi companies, well, now in less than 11 months, they will have people entering the workforce with the skills, especially in manufacturing, because we've seen a lot of change in manufacturing. That, that's right. And in advanced manufacturing, uh, but, but also in healthcare, uh, almost every hospital has, has, a, has a, an immediate need for people who are uh, professional coders. Also uh, in, in various technologies uh, in the financial sector. Banks employ uh, people who can write code. And we have to point out uh, Kagan Coughlin. Uh, here's a guy in Oxford, Mississippi, who has, has been very successful in his career in a business that depends on professional coders. And he and a couple of others basically started a coding academy just as a volunteer in Water Valley. And that is the kind of entrepreneurship, that is the kind of innovative spirit that people like Kagan Coughlin has blazed a trail we tried to take some lessons out of his playbook and to replicate those. He's been very successful with his first coding academy class in Water Valley, and we want to replicate that across the state. You mentioned the Community College Board, a very important partner to Mississippi Development Authority and also to local economic developers across the state. 
they've always got a seat at our table, especially yeah. in our recruitment expansion efforts. Right, they do. In, in the Mississippi Economic Development Council, we're fortunate in Mississippi to have a statewide organization. Uh, Mary Swope is executive director. Gwen Howard provides uh, great work on the staff at MEDC. But we're fortunate to have talented economic developers from the Mississippi Gulf Coast to the Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway on the east to the Great Mississippi River on the west. And you go right up to the state line of Tennessee and we're fortunate to have economic developers at MEDC, who one statewide organization that we at MDA look to them every day, and, and they never fail to provide great leadership. I'm going to put you on the spot a little. What do you hear from our local economic developers? What is their number one need that we are working on providing to them right now? Anything from workforce to site development? Yeah. How are we meeting the needs and supporting our locals? Yeah, well, we, and we like to say in three words, Jeff. First of all, as governor reminds us, we win with people. We've got many counties across the state of Mississippi who are implementing ACT work keys, and that is in the K-12 through system to make sure that students understand the skills that they're going to have to have to, in fact, gain a good career here in Mississippi. So many of the economic developers in, in the Delta uh, Regional Authority, working with Delta Council, working with local economic developers, I, I know Kerry Carlson has taken the lead in Washington County. Uh, Chandler Russ has done great work in Adams County, and I can't name them all, but across the state of Mississippi, work keys is, is one, of the, one of the technologies that we're bringing to Mississippi. We think it would be good to, to have that across the state, and so local economic developers are doing that to make sure that we have the people who can go right into the community college system, or they may go into a four-year university uh, system in order to, to gain the skills necessary for a career path. We win with people. Secondly, MDA is working very closely with our local economic developers, MEDC, uh, to make sure that, that we're in close communication with consultants across the United States, North America, and around the world to make sure that people who provide counsel to companies that want to expand or companies that want to make a new investment, that there are advantages here in Mississippi. We're reaching out in every way possible. We're reaching out, meeting with them in person. We take trips every year around the country. One Mississippi is, is the uh, organization that you can access. And we at MDA do a lot of the logistics and, and work, but we rely on local economic developers to say, here's where we need to go and here are the consultants we need to meet with. We do a lot on social media. We do a lot in direct mail. We reach out and touch everyone we can to improve the process, and that's the second word. We win with people. We win with a stronger process. So we in Mississippi are being even more aggressive in reaching out to make sure people understand the advantages. This podcast allows us to focus on the advantages that companies have in Mississippi so that they can meet their goals in a global economy. And the third is product. We're very fortunate, thanks to Governor Bryant and our legislative leaders, that we now have Ready Site, Premier Site. We've received some funding. We are we're, MDA is working to make sure we have a great process so that we can partner with local economic developers, with counties, to make sure that we have the we have the best possible sites. That is people, process, and product to make sure we have a product that business and industry is looking for. They win in Mississippi. You touched on something and. Spurred uh, some programs that I've uh, helped work with, and and you have participated in. When you talked about international, sure. And uh, our, we have a group of dedicated international business experts at MDA that help small businesses in Mississippi increase and grow their business through trade 
and exports. That's right. And hugely successful. How can we get more people involved in this? Because it seems to be growing, but yet we still hear a lot of small businesses say, I don't know what you have for us. And that's one thing that can really help grow their well, business. Well, Jeff, you're exactly right. And Mississippi's GDP, that is products and services that, that are manufactured, made in Mississippi, we uh, but, but are exported around the country, around the world, it now exceeds $110 billion a year, and it's growing steadily. Our, our export numbers are impressive. And so at MDA, uh, Rose Box leads our international trade division. We have very talented ladies and gentlemen in international trade, and our job is to identify businesses, large and small. We have many small businesses, and MDA has been successful in receiving a step grant from the Small Business Administration. So MDA actually does have some financial support available for a business owner in Mississippi. They said, wow, I'd like to sell my product. I'd like to export my service to a country in Asia or Europe or South America, perhaps. So we sponsor trade missions, and you can contact MBA, our international trade division. Rose and her team will be happy to work with business and industry leaders, large and small, to make sure that they can access a new market around the world. And one of the great services they provide on those trade missions for people who are not familiar with it are pre-qualified meetings with companies in these foreign markets mm -hmm. that have expressed interest in our products. That's exactly right. Rose and team in international trade will actually schedule meetings with buyers, with buyers that, that we know are bona fide businesses in countries around the world. So a company in Mississippi that, that sells a particular product, uh, we will try to arrange for meetings with decision makers in countries around the world to, to make sure that they have an opportunity to successfully export. We're talking to Glenn McCullough, Jr., Executive Director of the Mississippi Development Authority. Glenn, thanks for taking the time to come talk to us on Mississippi Prospects. Great to be with you, Jeff. Thank you. Mississippi Prospects is brought to you by the Mississippi Economic Development Council, the Mississippi Development Authority, Cooperative Energy, Greater Jackson Alliance, Entergy, Mississippi Power, Tennessee Valley Authority, Watkins and Eager, Butler Snow, Jones Walker, and produced by Pottery Studios. If you have questions or comments, join us on Twitter at MEDC Info.